So um, at this point, I just want to uh, share a little bit, uh, a little bit of uh, the word of God uh, right now. And um, it's because sometimes when we're when we're all talking, we'll start to mention something that that may not be in the norm of our Christian circles. Amen. Mm-hmm. And when we start talking about the Ten Commandments, sometimes you know the Ten Commandments is you know it's, it's done away with. Ten Commandments is not this. Ten Commandments is not that. The Ten Commandments is alive and well. Okay, all right. Um, in other words, God, that is still God's standard. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The actual what He looks at. You know what I mean? He looks for someone who's not going to be covetous. He looks for people who are not going to be. Uh, uh, adulterers. He looks for people who's going to worship him in spirit and truth. Amen. Amen. He looks for that. Amen. Amen. The point is about the new covenant is this. The new covenant is us looking at uh, going through Jesus Christ. So God looks at Jesus and not us. Mm-hmm. That Jesus died for us. Yes. That we wouldn't have to fulfill the works of the law to be justified that Jesus fulfilled it, that we may be justified through him. Right. Amen. So at this point, what I want to do is, um, I'm just, I just want to give a little scripture. So we, so you will know where we're coming from. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes it can get kind of convoluted and people may not know where we know where we're coming from when we say that. So at this point, I want to just go, f- I'm going to come from chapter three, verse 10. Amen. Oh, okay. There is none righteous. No, not one. Now we have, now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. And that is 19 through 20 in chapter 3. Amen. So uh, so what we're focused on right, right now is that and it comes here, God, there, God, uh, therefore, by the deeds of the law, n- by the deeds of the law, in other words, by you doing the law, by Absolutely. you trying to keep the law, Word. no flesh, nobody. Okay, so when it says no flesh, it means that not you, not me, not nobody will be justified in the sight of God. For by the law, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Amen. So. In other words, you won't be you won't be justified by the law. The law is not going to justify you. Amen. It will just uh, continue to show you you. It will just show it will it will give you the knowledge that you're a sinner. Right. That's why that's when it says it gives you the knowledge right. of sin. So that's what it talks about. And this is found in um in Romans chapter three, verse nineteen. So we see that there. That by the keeping law. the law, we'll see sin. Because you don't know, you, we don't know we're sinners. And how do we know this? Because in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 15, 56, and 57, it says, The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Okay, so sin. So the law makes sin stronger because, in a way, because it keeps showing you, if it says don't do it. Yeah. And you see somebody doing it, then you see in sin, or you're do, or you'll do it. Yeah. So when it Either says way. that the that the that the de- that the sting of death is sin, in other words, the reason why people die is because of sin. Right. So that's the sting of the the, the sting of death is sin. So in other words, 
if we commit sin, it makes us die. Yes, because the wages of sin is death. Amen. And, but it goes on and it says, now that's the sting that you you that you need to, to get death. Now, then it goes on to say, and the strength of sin mm-hmm. would uphold sin or what makes you see sin or what makes you commit, that you see your sin is the law. Yes. The law was given that you may see yourself. Yes. So when we talk about the Ten Commandments, although they're good, although the the outcome and the things that God wants from us in the law is good because of our state. It's not because of God or God's law. It's mm-hmm. because of our state that it shows us us. Mm-hmm. See, because we can never be justified in our own, by our own deeds. Right. That's why Jesus had to come. That's why he said, but one is coming. He's going to bruise. He's going to bruise your head, but your bruise is healed. Because he knew with us, it couldn't be done. Right. So he had to. So basically, he tried to give us grace under Abraham, but we still was <laughs> wanted to do our own thing. And that's why and, he gave us the law. And then he gave us the law. So you can see yourself because you thought it was all about you. Mm-hmm. One minute you, we were crying, saying, you know, like, get these Egyptians off my heel. On the next minute, we were saying, whatever God say, I can do it. Well, then he, you should have took care of them Egyptians then. Mm-hmm. And from that point, we see God say, all right, I got to show you you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, we do that with our kids. Oh, okay. So you really think because you, you're feeling yourself. You really think because you got this little job right now that you are right. And that's why we see and we, we'll see in old episodes of of the Brady Bunch when they put the phone, the pay phone in, 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 in the uh, in the in, in, in the family room. Mm-hmm. And we see uh I think on the Cosby show one time they made the, uh, I think they made one of them pay rent or something like that to, to that effect to let you see yourself. Mm-hmm. So you really think you can do this on your own? Really? Mm-hmm. And they're not doing it to, to, to tear you down. They were doing it so you can see that yes. it's somebody really holding you up. Right. It's footprints all Someone in your sand. really cares for you. There's footprints all up in your sand, but you don't think that is, you know you what I mean? You think it's all you. You think it's all you. Mm-hmm. It's only and that's two. what the law does. Show you you. It show you you. Here's you, boo. So we, we so we find that in um in, in Romans uh 15, 56, and 57, that the sting of death is sin. But the strength of sin is the law. Mm-hmm. Okay? So yes, it's good. The law is good. The law is holy. The law is wonderful, but it cannot make us good, holy, or wonderful. We're but, holy because Jesus said that we are to be holy like our father. Amen. And it goes on to say in 57, but thanks be to God. Yes. Which give us us the victory. Yes. Our Lord Jesus Christ. See, we, we read, we read the post text. Right. And don't read the context. Mm-hmm. The context of what he's talking about here is that I gave you the law so you can see yourself. Because if you don't recognize you're a sinner, when Jesus comes, you'll never cry Hosanna. Mm-hmm. You'll never realize that you need him. Like, yeah. I've been trying to do this all, this, all the while, Jesus. And I'm tired of cutting the, 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 the throats of bulls and calves because it's tiresome. And every year, it's the same thing. I got to go back and do it again and again and again and again and again. It's a test you'll never pass. Even though you're giving up these offerings every year, it's, it's a test temporary. you'll never pass. Mm-hmm. It's just a temporal thing to, to, to hold you over to the real thing comes. That's why they call it a shadow. Yes. Because it's, it's something that sits here and is waiting for you to get to this point. So that you can see the real thing. But people don't read these scriptures sometimes. 
or we omit them or we just read over them because sometimes they're uh, they're blinded to our eyes either mm-hmm. either by the enemy or by tradition right because but not by the holy spirit god has always shown it mm-hmm. it's never been this, hidden this message been otherwise. here yes. but god says you know like well you know been here but you just didn't read it or you wasn't ready for it i don't know right um I'm going to Romans chapter 7. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Amen. Okay. So, okay, Romans, Romans chapter 10. I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. But sin, taking, op- taking opportunity by the commandment, produced, produced in me all manner of evil desire. Okay, so it says sin produced all manner of evil desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, amen. So being separated from God produced in him all manners of evil desires. Amen. In other words, it was all, it was already there. It just stirs the cup. It was, it was already on the inside of him. See the, the, the whole thing about this thing is this. It says, um, I wouldn't have known covetousness unless the law said you shall not covet. You know, God had to give us the law so we could see ourselves. See, sometimes we looked at it as, Oh, I needed to know the definition of covetousness. No, it wasn't that. The, that it you was did, in you. The it was already time. in you. Yeah, but he because was, there was no law saying not to do it. Yeah, but some people look at it as I, I wouldn't know what coverage was. No, he wasn't saying you wouldn't know what coverage right. was. No. He's saying you wouldn't have known that it you were covetous. That right. you was that you covered the people's stuff. Right. That you had this sin in you. I didn't know I was. A, it's, it's not like he's giving you a definition. He's showing that that you are it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he's trying to show you like this is you dude oh i wasn't supposed to be doing that like this that. is you <laughs> like like in other words i know what fire is i know it burned but i didn't know i was fire right you get mm-hmm. what i'm saying so basically that, that that's what god is saying here like oh yeah no no this is you this is you you and your essence your cut co- your your covetous your idolater your whoremonger you're all these things but the law lets you see it. And how did the law let you see it? Once again, once again, remember I talked about a manager earlier? Mm-hmm. A manager is really there to babysit, to show you you, to, to pull things out of you mm-hmm. and replace and put some good things in and also give and, and let the other stuff work, work, work some things in you. So in other words, God's saying, okay, I'm going to micromanage you then. I'm going to show you. That's what the law does. It micromanages. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you you. And this is how I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you a task. Be at this place right here every morning and um and worship me at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock rolls around, you're still in bed. Eleven o'clock rolls around, you're still in bed. Oh my god. And uh, you're or you rather do this than that. You rather do that than this. That's where your heart is. And God said your heart always gonna be like that. Because you're just you're a sinner. You're born in sin, you're shaping in iniquity. And sinner sin. And sinner sin. Therefore, this is why Jesus has to come. This is why you have to cry Hosanna because you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because you need Jesus. So nobody's not saying that the Ten Commandments is not good. Right. We're saying that the Ten Commandments was given 
so we could see that we had these things, that we were nasty, that we was bitter. Not that we can define these things. He's not saying, I want, I want you to define this. The, the definition of a whoremonger is this. No, you are a whoremonger. You are somebody who looks at other people and wants to have sex with them. And you do it. And you do it on a constant basis. You desire to have sex before marriage. You desire to go out and to sleep with people randomly. That's what a whoremonger is. Hide me, Lord, under the blood. Amen. Mm -hmm. So right. when we see this, we say, I'm a whoremonger, but I'm only sleeping with one person. If you're not married, it's a whoremonger. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When it says in, in the book of Romans that the law was nailed to the cross, it means that Christ had to put it on the cross because we knew that it was something that he couldn't put on you because he had to put it on himself that God would look at you through his eyes. Or, or through his blood, I should say. So he could look at you pure. Because Christ could keep it all. Because one, he was born with sinless blood. Therefore, he wasn't like the first Adam. He was, he was, he was a better Adam. Yes. And he fulfilled it in that state. In that state, the first Adam failed. He was like Jesus. He was, he was, like, he was pure. But in that state, he failed. So God had to send another pure Adam. And he passed the test. Not that it was a test given by God. And God is, only he could fulfill and, the law. And only he could fulfill it. You couldn't do it. And that's why he had to show you. And that's another reason he had to show you yourself because we really thought that we could do things on our own. Like, I don't need nobody. Because if I keep thinking that I don't need, need, need Jesus or if I don't see that I'm a sinner, then I would never need Jesus. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Right. So basically, that's why Jesus had to come. Mm -hmm. He had to come. Because I would never have seen that I was a sinner. Amen. And, and, or I would, I would know eventually through the law, Israelite will see that they are sinners. And that's why they begin to pray for the Messiah. Amen. And wanting the Messiah to come. Amen. And that's why, and that's why Paul had to break it down to say, hey, look, the strength of sin is the law. It is he the had law. to tell you like the strength of sin. This is where it comes from. But thanks be to God. Who giveth us? Who giveth us the victory? Yes, we didn't earn the victory. He gave us the victory, victory. for for conquering death. Yes, he conquered death. Right, and see, and these are like basic scriptures that people must understand, pastors and leaders. You must understand these scriptures that they may get a, a hold of. Jesus really died for me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is God's plan. It had nothing to do about what I feel. Yeah, you got a thousand things going on in this world. But in order to get to where God, your creator, wants you, you got to go through Jesus. Right. And him alone. And this is his plan. But we keep mixing it with everything else. You can't mix it with everything else. You can't keep talking about, you can't say focus on sin. You got to focus on Jesus. Yes. You got to show him in the scripture, this is where it says this. This is where it says that. That's why you can't. I'm a good person. I go out every day and, you know, I listen to my gospel music and, and I do this and I'm, and I'm all right. I get, you know, I get, you know, I give to the people out there where they be hungry sometime. You know, I don't get it all of them because some of them on drugs, you know, and we say all this stuff to make ourselves seem righteous. And God saying, see, see, you weren't about you. That's you know you're what I mean? only righteous because of you're Christ. judging people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You still ain't do it. You still ain't do it. <laughs> it's you still you still jacked up. And I'm not saying that to beat on you. I'm just showing you. I'm just saying this is what 
all these when people say I did my good deed for the day, I used to say that a lot. But remember when you and I first started going together, mm-hmm. I used to say that a lot. I used to always say, "Yeah, I didn't listen to music on Sunday, but then listen to my Prince and Rick James and all that stuff during the week, and curse up and curse up a storm, and have sex, and do everything else during the week." Mm-hmm. But said I didn't do this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Remember, I used to always say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and, and that's and that's self righteousness, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm using that to say this what makes me good, right? But God said that don't make you good, right? In other words, God was saying, you can't even, in order to be good with me, you can't even pass that test. So you can never say you're good. That's why Jesus said, who is good? No one can say that they're good. You need it. We needed Christ to be the bridge. It's to bring us back together with the Father. Amen. Amen. And see, this is the gospel that Jesus, to talk about Jesus. That's why he said, come, drink, eat, freely eat, freely drink. Come and receive. Taste and see. Mm-hmm. Taste and see. That's why he says that. Come freely. But you can't put conditions on people and then say come freely. Mm-hmm. It's either free or it isn't. Right. Now you're sending mixed signals. <laughs> exactly. See, if, if we, we have to let them make the decision that they're a sinner. We have to let them. We have to let them see that they're a sinner. Like no, well, and, well, God said that we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. And if you can't do all this, that means that if you can't keep them all, then all the curses come on you. That means that if you got to keep every last one. If we can't keep every last one, then we're a sinner. Even though we are, we we already know through the word that we are born in sin. Yes. But God just gives you the law so you can see it. Like I already know you're born in the sin, but I'm just going to do this little test that you can see that you're a sinner. <laughs> you know, and, and, and but I did none of them. <laughs> did not. Well, then that means that you're a sinner, and that that means you're guilty of them that all. That you're guilty of what? A guilty of the law. So if there's a hundred things that's on there, and you do ninety nine of them, that means the one that you didn't pass, you're a sinner. You're guilty of them all. Guilty, <laughs> and that's what the and that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you something. So when man, when we look at the Bible, we say, well, man wrote the Bible. This is why you know the man didn't write the Bible. Because if man wrote the Bible and really seen this, man would have changed it. Yes. And made it where he could have made himself righteous. Mm-hmm. He would have made it where he could make himself righteous. that's what flesh does. Because that's what flesh does. Flesh will never paint itself in a corner without putting a red cape on his back. But there's no red cape here. It's only the blood of Jesus. That's the only thing that can that can pull us out. That's the only thing. So I want you to know that today that Jesus loves you and that he gave us that, that God gave his only begotten son, that he may pay this price that you couldn't pay, that you may receive um, that you may receive Jesus and be cool with the father. He reconciled you reconciled you to the father. Yes, you are forgiven. Amen. So All, you're forgiven. Yes. Amen. Amen. You are forgiven. All of the wrath that came from from sin was released upon Jesus. Amen. So remember these scriptures. And that's Romans chapter 3, 10, uh, chapter 3, verse 10, verse 19, and verse 20. R- remember 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 56. And also Romans chapter 7. The, uh, just read the entire chapter of Romans chapter 7. And you'll see that where God is, is talking about the Ten Commandments. And so when we say about Ten Commandments, we're not saying that the, there's, nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with the Ten Commandments. You just can't keep them. 
It's something wrong with you. It's never nothing wrong with God's word. No. But so when people say God done away with the Ten Commandments, He done away with us trying to keep them to be righteous. Right. That's that's all. But we're that's but our righteousness there. comes through Jesus. Right. So the the prerequisite of us being righteous or the requirement now lies on Jesus, our faith in Jesus, opposed to us doing it through the law of Moses. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to go back into this music. I hope that blessed you. I really do, because sometimes I hear people and and they frown, they face something, you know, because we just love telling people that they're going to hell. Woo! We just love it. But we never we if we preach Christ with the same fervency and we preach the love of God with the same fervency. I really believe I truly believe that people would hear and the Holy Spirit would have more to work with because the first thing flesh is going to do is fight. Mm-hmm. And that's why God said, come freely eat, come freely drink, come taste and see. You listen to Praise Hallelujah with Brother D and the incredible Sister A. Amen. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Todd Delaney, and I love listening to Praise Hallelujah with my man, Brother D, and Sister A. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Lift up your voice and say now. You have won.
Stretch out your hands, stretch out your hands, stretch them out. 